Hello everyone and welcome to GMG. I'm really excited to have you here, right? And this is one of the reasons why I'm excited to have you here because I really think that you could be anywhere else right now. And maybe you are joining us on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. I really believe that you could be doing any other thing apart from doing this at this moment. That could be something like maybe you could be checking out the skits. We're working, we're watching a football live, we're seeing a movie or doing any other stuff that you could be doing. But I really think that in moments like this, you intentionally decided to be here, right? And maybe you did not precisely click on being here, but maybe there was a notification that popped up and you felt like checking. Truth is, in this moment that you are checking this, I really think that you could be checking some other thing. But you are here sitting around God conversations. And for that, really, I'm really excited. And maybe then every time we gather around this God conversation and this Jesus conversation, you know, I really wish I could say stuff like I really understand all that you are passing through and how that I can really feel in all of that. But truth is, maybe I would really, really never understand how your week was, right? How that you applied yourself at your job, you know, maybe even what you do. But even as we gather around the Jesus conversation, this is what I like to remind myself of every time I gather around it. Is that the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 6, that Jesus speaking, Jesus says that whosoever comes to him, he says he will by no means cast away, right? And truth is, I don't know what the reason why you are here. Maybe you are here because you had a great week. Maybe you are here because you did not have such a great week. Maybe you are here because you want to rejoice, or you are here because you are not rejoicing. Trust him to hear the word of God, or maybe not even, maybe just you are here because you just want to see me, or something like that, I don't know. But this is one thing that I can promise you, is that whosoever comes to the Lord, the Bible says the Lord says they will never cast him away, right? And no matter what your body is, no matter what your concerns are, no matter what your week was, no matter how things happen around you, this is what I promise you, that you are in the right place, listening to the right thing, and I'm sure that in quite some minutes, maybe in the next 20-something minutes or so, God is going to speak literally and practically into your life, right? As you gather around here, I can promise you this, that God never takes this moment for granted, right? And in this moment like this, God is going, really going to speak. And I can make bold to say to you that God is going to speak, right? And God has a word for you. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for the next couple of minutes, maybe 25, 27 or so, but it won't take more than that. But one other thing again I would like to remind us, and we like to remind ourselves every time we gather is that, if Jesus was alive in our days in the 21st century, we really believe that Jesus will be successful. Jesus will have a great life. He will have a great career. He will have a great relationship. He will have a great life, right? And so, and we know that if Jesus will have all of that, it's not because God will be partial towards him. It's because of how we are born living his life. And so every time we gather around God's word, every time we gather around GMG, one thing we also like to remind ourselves is that we are learning from Jesus how that he will have lived in our days. Because if we can live the way Jesus will have lived in our days, we will have the results Jesus will have in our days, right? And so we like to remind ourselves of that. And that is what GMG literally is. And today, precisely, I'm really, really excited because today, what we are going to be discovering about how Jesus will have done is we are going to be learning how Jesus will have said it is time to give up. Or maybe put it now that we will have learned how Jesus will have gone about should I stop this or should I continue? And maybe you don't, maybe you look at me and you don't understand what I'm saying. Let me break it a little bit down. Truth is, if you are like me, or maybe you are like us all as we are right it is maybe you are working on a relationship at this moment of your life you are either working a career you are working a job you are starting a business right but truth is basically no matter where you are in this stage of our life truth is you are working something 
be it the work of your hands, anything, basically you are trying to do something, you are trying to make something happen. And in this moment, guys, I really legit wish that I could tell everybody that, you know what, all of the relationships are going to work out quite fine. The job you are working on today is the job that you are going to be working in the next 30 years and you are going to become the GM and all of that. I wish I really could tell you that, you know what, that the relationship, all of our relationships are going to work out and are going to end up in marriages. Now, I really wish I could tell us all those beautiful stuff, but truth is legit, I won't lie to you, right? Because I promised myself and I promised God that I won't do that, right? <laughs> I won't do that. Truth is, some relationships we will have to work out from. And maybe you already are the one that you already feel like you want to work out from and all of that. Or maybe you just walked out of any one relationship. But truth is, some relationship we have to work out from. Some jobs we have to quit, right? Some businesses we have to let go. Some make some investments we have to leave right some investment we have to make some relationships we have to work out and all of that and truth is because we can't avoid it then i i might as well learn from god when to know how to quit right so let me put it again you might as well learn from god if you ask this simple question of god how do i know when to stay in this thing or when to leave you right because I, let me if you are like me i don't want to waste my time on things that in the next five years then i discover that i should have left five years ago right maybe like work a job, work a relationship, or work a partner in the next seven years and I'm discovering that I should have left two years ago. Then I've wasted five or six years of my life doing something that I should not have been doing in the first place or maybe I should have left a little bit sooner. And these are real issues, guys. And maybe like Jesus says to us that in this life we face struggles. And maybe issues like these are things that we cannot avoid. So I really believe that if we cannot avoid it, then we might as well go to God and ask God that God, when should I leave things, right? When should I stop? When should I start? When should I quit? Right? Because these relationships are things that happen to us, even in a relationship. When should I stay in a relationship? Or should I go and stuff like that? That's basically what we'll be discussing in some in this on this episode of G Jesus and Jesus, Zoom Party and all of that. I'm really excited, right? And before we go any further, I would like us to read our Bible. I would like us to pray. And I'll be right straight into God's word with you, alright? So if you're with me, I will be in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, we have this beautiful story about the fathers of faith. We call them faith patriarchs and all of that. And the Bible says something about Jesus himself. The Bible says we should look at, we should look over to Jesus. As we like to remind ourselves that Jesus will have lived on it. And if we can live like that, we will also have the result Jesus would have had on it, right? And this is one thing about Jesus that the Bible says to us. So let's go right into it. Hebrews chapter 12, I will start from verse 1. The Bible says, Wherefore, seeing that we are encompassed with so, such a great kind of witness, I'm reading KJV. I just grew up reading it, right? <laughs> so it's not anything I just grew up reading KJV, right? So you see, let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the ways that he said before us. He said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and he sat down at the right strand of the throne. Of the Father, alright. So the Bible says something to us, and this one thing I would like you to notice that the Bible calls Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. Meaning there is something that is called that is in God, that is called authorship, right? And that it does not just start but that finishes. So we'll be looking into that little bit of how God starts processing, how God finishes processes. And today's topic is simple, is what I titled Starts to Finish. Start to finish. Alright, so let's pray before we go any other prayer. I'm really excited. It's really, really going to be one of those messages. Really. So let's pray. Let's ask God to speak to us. Dear God, we thank you. Really excited. Dear God, we are trusting. 
Thank you because you always speak. Thank you because it's your very good things to us that when we come to you, you never leave us alone. You will never cast us away. You will never tell us to go back, right? So God, we are trusting that God will speak to everyone. God, starting in this moment, right here, right now, people that really need you, trusting you for your word, for what only you can do in their lives and in our lives. God, speak to us in a way that we understand. Yet, profound that God will change our lives. We are about the preaching of your word. Everyone is strengthened. Everyone is edified. Everyone is comforted. Do what only you can do in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen, Amen, Amen. Right? And so, I would have said this in the prayer, but just feel like maybe like I should say it after the prayer when you have opened your eyes. Please, guys, let's pray for Chelsea. <laughs> let's pray for Chelsea because, for, because if Chelsea is not happy, then I'm not happy. Then I cannot bring God's word in the best form that they can be, right? But Chelsea is not making signings. And uh, I think about how that some things are actually making signings and Arsenal are doing quite a lot of stuff like that. And I, I, it's always a laugh because they always start the season at the, at the beginning of the, like on top of the table, but towards the middle of the table, they always come up, right? Come down. So that says something like, it is not about the start, right? It is about the finishing, right? And so it sounds like a motivational speaker. Maybe you said yes and you just smiled and all of that. But today, basically, that is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about starting a race and finishing a race, just like Arsenal that starts the league on top of the table, but that always finishes out of the top four, right? And maybe Mayu, they always they don't even get to the four, top four at all. They are just flops all through. And maybe I don't know what people do like with Mayu because how can you be a child of God and be supporting them? So I don't know how you guys do that. But myself and my family, we serve the Lord. Chelsea did it at least twelve, right? Well, yeah, but but I really want to talk about something that's that is very particular, right? And I really think in our days in Nigeria, right, or maybe all over the world, there's something about starting a process. There's something about starting a process. You know, I think about it like the Bible says in Ecclesiastes that he that looks, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, the Bible says that he that looks at the wind will not sow, and he that looks at the rain, right, will not harvest, right? Or he that looks at the rain will not sow, and he that looks at the wind will not harvest. And I kind of think about how that it is actually, guys, difficult. To start a project like legit i'm telling you this straight up right it's almost like almost legit legit difficult to start a project let's talk about starting a relationship right and i really think about how that when you're in that moment there yeah, is this particular sister maybe like not a sister maybe you okay a sister actually right that you have been eyeing and maybe you come from a christian setting where you guys used to call yourself bro sis bro sis and maybe you had the opportunity to be like a leader in some capacity then you start coming around dancing around and all of that then you have moment you begin to like don't 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 call me bro call me bolaji call me by name and stuff like that and in that moment you are really hoping that you know that i'm not going to regret all of that and so in that moment he goes free and she's like bolaji how are you and your mind you're like ah <laughs> let's have been taking god for life all right well you are still fine i'm fine and all of that and then that scenario she's calling you by your name and all of that right and now after you have familiarized, you have done that moment, there's that particular period where you are like all smiley, maybe you're on the suit and you kind of take her out and you're like, and so should I give you a line, right? You're like, uh, so I know I've been around for quite some moment and maybe I'm trying to gather my thoughts and maybe I don't really know how to say it because there's no way I would say it that is actually going to capture all that is in my heart, right? 
So I really think that you are one of the beautiful, the most beautiful person that is on it. And I'm not talking just that about your beauty, right? I'm also saying that about your heart and about how you care for people. You know, I've, I've had the opportunity maybe to be around you for some couple of months and some years. And truth is, I, when I think about you, I really think about you as a person that I would like to spend the rest of my life with, right? I really think that you are the person. Truly, is maybe there's maybe you have heard it quite a lot of times that you are beautiful, you are pretty, but sincerely, I mean it, right? And I love you, right? And I, I think this is us, and I think this is me, and I want you to date me, and I want us to be in a relationship, right? Hopefully, you can marry one of these days, right? Have no pressures, right? I know you want to say you want to pray or you want to talk about it, but take your time, but get back to me, I'll be waiting, right? Beautiful, you felt that line, right? I always knew I had that in me. I always knew I had that in me, right? But there's that famous moment where you give that line to that lady, and she, that moment, you know, Christian ladies, Christian sisters, maybe they will say they want to go and pray and all of that. Mine take like, like four or five days, but she went to pray actually. But no, there's that, that moment where she comes and she says, The answer, maybe like a yes or no. But in all of what it means, you are like, If it is a yes, it is a yes. What if it is a no? At the back of your mind, you are like, please, can you like add my bro back? Because you used to like respect me. Let's cancel the bology. Let's beg you to bro bology or bro PG. Do you get like all of those stuff that beautiful stuff that used to happen? Still greets me like hello sir. Hey, don't, it does not work. Let's forget about it, right? And I, because I'm thinking about all the courage, all the boldness, all the all the prayerfulness that it takes to start something, right? Talk about starting a new job, working in that space, not knowing what will happen, if you are going to work hard on the jobs. Talk about all of that. Talk about starting a business. I really think starting a business in this part of the world, all over the world, is a big deal, right? Think about capital, right? Maybe the money that you used to start and think about a lot of people that will tell you don't start, a lot of people that will tell you start or don't start, and all of that. And I really think about starting things, right? And I really think that. I remember when I wanted to start something, I remember God said something to me very practically, which I will just say that there are like four people that that surround every project that you want to start, right? And I felt that God kind of said that to me. Maybe like just say that in this moment before we continue that. There are four people that kind of surround almost everything that you will do. Now there's the first person which I call I call root, right? The root, right? Root is that person that you say that I'm going to do something like now we said I'm going back to my mother's land and stuff like that. And root we say I will go with you. No matter where you go, your people will be my people, your tribe will be my tribe, and there's that good vibe, good support that you get. I call them the root people, right? And those are actually real prayers. And there's some other ones that I call the Peter. The Peter people, right? Peter is that guy that you commented that you know what I feel like God is calling me to do this thing. And Peter is like, is your legit guy, like only your best friend. Peter is like looking out for you. Peter is like, no, don't do it. And you're like, Peter, God, I feel like God is saying I should start a business. Maybe I want to leave my job, which is white, right? Peter is like, no, 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 no. Don't leave your job. Why will you leave your job? What if you leave your job? What will you eat? And he's trying to like rationalize with you. Not just like, Jesus came and Jesus said that, you know what, I'm going to die. Peter is like, no, why will you die? Don't say that again in your life. You will live and live to the glory of the Lord. You will enjoy prosperity. And truth is, Peter's are not bad people. They are good people. They love you. They care for you. And they just can't imagine that their friend is going to walk through a difficult season. And so because of the fear of that and uncertainty that it brings, they are like, no, you are not doing this in Jesus' name. And they actually mean it. 
But the danger about it, Peter, is that if you call me the Christ, then I must die. If you call me the Christ, then I must die. And if I don't die, then I'm not the Christ, Peter. You must understand that me being the Christ means that I die, right? So Peter's are good guys, but sometimes they are they are too caring for us that we can they can stop us from doing what we should be doing, right? Yeah. That's on, the third person the third person that I know is the people that I call like the David's brothers, right? I call them the David's brothers. And these guys are the ones that you come and say that you know I think God is saying that I should do this thing. Or how like I, I want to start this relationship with this baby and these guys kind of go like you are proud. Why do you think you are the one that can do it? Like, you are even talking about purpose, you are talking about mission, and you think you are the one God. Why would God even use you? You know, I've always been noticing you that you are proud. You don't even know anything. What do you know? Do you think God just beat people? Do you think that you are even missed? Do you even think you are even ready? Call them the David brothers. They, they won't do it. They won't fight Goliath. But they will tell you that you are too stubborn, you are too proud to fight a Goliath. I don't know, maybe my voice is getting tense, but those guys are legit kind of dead here. I, I could take a Peter case for me is understanding and all that. I could take a I could take a root answered prayer, right? But David brothers, both David brothers like Will you fight Goliath? No, then let me fight him, no. <laughs> okay. Then I kind of think about that thing. I also think about maybe like the last person I call is the Mary people, like the mother of Jesus. These are legit people that will come and tell you that in their care and their zeal for you, they are literally telling you to go out of God's will to do it. They'll be like, you say that, okay, I feel like I should do this thing. They're like, do it, no, 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 no. They're like, no, I know you love me, you want me to be away, but don't push me out of timing and all of that. And I really think that in everything that we are doing, there are these four types of people that are very, very around us. And all of that in itself, it kind of makes the process of starting any project hard and difficult. And Maybe like fearful, you are starting, you don't know if it will succeed and all of that. Truth is this that as we start, if maybe there's a word in your heart that God says you start something, I will tell you things that if you look at the wind, you will never harvest. And if you look at the rain, you will never sow. This is what we happen that we this is what we discover that for all that God calls us into, it will always be a leap of faith. A relationship, a job, a career, anything, it will always take you stepping out in faith, trusting God that it is the part of the trust. As you go in it, it will get brighter. If you get the full understanding before starting, it is not the part of the trust. The part of the trust gets brighter and brighter and brighter. We take the first step and God keeps being faithful by showing us how to go about it. Right, well, enough for starting. But maybe that is not really where I'm going to do, right? Where I'm really going to do is that part where I really think is a very core part that maybe, maybe most of us or all of us will get into, or maybe we are even there already. Is that part of how, how do I know when to give up? Or when to stay continue in this relationship, right? How do I know when to leave my job or to still keep being in the job? How do I know when to still be in this maybe fellowship or maybe to, to step up this fellowship? How do I know if to still be in this relationship or this friendship or maybe step out of this friendship? Because I really think that we all get into that moment in our lives where things like always cracks up, right? There will be tension, there will be there will be offenses, right? There will be then there will be things between friends, but we really need to get to this moment where we are like, okay, God, how do I know about it and all of that? And so, for me, this is a lesson I learned, and maybe this is what I'm still learning. And I, like this, it's something that is really, really happening to me in this phase of my life. Like, like I'm, I'm about to make a ma very major decision in my life, right? And, and I'm praying, trusting God, and leaning on this wisdom that is going to be the best decision I'm going to make, right? And I just thought to share that with you. Yeah. So, how do I know if to step out, to step out of a situation? 
like to, to jump out of it or to still stay in it. Let me just go to it straight away, right? Right. So there's this scenario I would like to paint for us in the Bible. There are two scenarios actually in Hebrews chapter eight. You find God say, speaking about a particular uh, God is speaking about the covenant, and God is saying that you know what, I'm going to make a new covenant with the house of Jacob. I will write my laws in their heart, and I will put my laws in their heart, and stuff like that, right? That God was God was literally saying that there is a fault with the very with the very first uh, testament, which is the first covenant, right? So because there is a fault with it, He said, I'm going to make another covenant, and we are like God. Why would you make the first? Because like you know what, this covenant has issues. So because it has issues, I'm going to change it. I'm going to swap it. I'm going to make something new and something different. Right? And I'm like, okay, God, something has issues. Then you change. God, you mean that when anything has issues, you change it? Okay, God, that's a lesson, right? My relationship has issues. Should I change it? My friendship has issues. My uh, job, I have issues there. God, when you have issues, do you change things? Because the law, the law has issues, so you are changing the law. Yeah? That's the first scenario, right? But I also find the book of Ephesians chapter 5, that God is saying something came about. And God is saying that, you know what? There's another thing. There's another person, right? Another thing. People like a thing like a person. The Bible calls it the bride. The Bible says this bride is faulty, right? And I wish I could read it for us, right? Ephesians chapter 5, right? Ephesians chapter 5, just... Bible says that this bride is faulty and all of that. Eh? Now I find the Bible says something very funny, right? The Bible says that. Okay, the Bible says the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five verse twenty-five says, "Husband, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might cleanse, he might sanctify and cleanse it by the washing of the water to his blood." He said that he might present it to himself glorious without spots or wrinkle. Alright, and now in this moment, just give me a minute, please. So, yeah, okay, sorry, I have to get my props, right? Right, so no props actually, I was just kidding, there's no props. Only if you take a props, that is not really a props, right? But in that moment, I really feel like Jesus, God, Jesus was kind of saying that word. Then there is what they you just know, remember the first scenario we painted, the law had issues, and Jesus was God was saying that he was going to change the law, bring in another law, and all of that, right? So the law had issues, God, you bring in another one. Beautiful. But God, wait, if you chapter 5, there's another person that has issues, it's called the bride. This bride has spot, had wrinkles, had blemish. That's what the Bible says, right? That fault, it had everything. And we find God says that He's going to wash her. He's going to sanctify her and he's going to present her to himself. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful, right? And I'm like, God, wait. I know you to be everything, but I don't know you to be partial, right? I know you to be legit, everything. Good, beautiful, awesome, wonderful, but I don't know you to be partial. God, something is faulty, you replace it. Something is faulty, you fix it. What is the gap? Come on. What is the gap? And I think that is the reality of our days, right? That we live in a tension where we are like, God, this thing is faulty. Should I replace it? Oh, oh, God, should I change it? Right? This thing is faulty. Should I replace it or should I change it? Should I replace it or should I change it? And I think that is the reality of our days, right? And I think there is a wisdom that is in this place that in Hebrews chapter 9, right? The Bible says to us, 
Hebrews chapter 9. Bible says to us that we just go to Hebrews chapter 9 for we shall just do this very fast. Hebrews chapter 9. So there's one beautiful wisdom I learned here that I think is really going to save quite a lot of relationships. I think jobs and everything, right? I'm really applying it, right? Okay. Okay, verse. Okay, verse 11. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. The Bible says, Okay, Bible says that, but Christ come and I praise to go things to come by more perfect, greater than the tabernacle, which the ends. Okay. It says, neither by the blood of God and God, but by his own blood, entered into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Right. Okay. Right. Beautiful. Now, oh, this one I'm looking for actually. Hebrews chapter 9, verse, yeah. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 9. All right, sorry. 9, verse 9. I was thinking of putting it from my mind, but I felt like I should read it, so it doesn't look like I'm right. I wrote the Bible right. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 9. It says, what, which was the figure of them, a present thing, he said, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that came for the service perfect concerning the conscience, right? So, be something beautiful that I will find in general that we say that between the difference, what, what God changed and what God worked on was a difference. Do you know what the difference was? Is that one of them, the Bible says, could not make perfect, the other one, the Bible says, God could present it perfect. Is it so? The church was not good, quote and unquote. It had fault, it had blemish, it had all of that. But the Bible says that Jesus said that if he washes it with water, it is satisfies it. He says it can be presented holy without blemish and pure, right? The law, no matter what you do to it, could not present people perfectly. So, this is the wisdom. How is it between what I should give up and what I should not give up? What you should give up on can never actually bring to pass what God has said, right? What you should not give up on is what is not in the natural form yet, but if worked upon, can bring to fulfillment what God has said, right? Think about your relationship that way. Your relationship is not perfect. It's not all that God has said yet. But if you give your energy, if you work on it, can it become all that God has said about any family? If yes, then don't give up on it. But if you put all the energy, all the strength, all what God said you should put to it, can it still become what God said you can become? No. Then stop on it. As simple as basic as that. You are working in a business. If you apply yourself, give yourself all that you can do, can this business be successful? If the answer is yes, keep working at it. If the answer is no, you need to stop, right? You have saved money, you have put money in a particular place. If you keep working hard, do your diligence, can this money return on investment? Yes, keep working at it. Can you return on investment? No, stop working at it. And I think that's one very practical wisdom that I have learned and that I am doing and I felt like sharing with you. I hope this blessed you, right? It's very simple as that, right? Roman Hebrews chapter nine, Ephesians chapter 4, right? Just this very same thing putting up. This one could be presented perfect. This one could not be presented perfect. Eh? As simple and as basic as that. I feel like I'm, I feel like I did not shout your preaching my message. 
Well, I feel like I've done what God has put in my heart to do, and I'm really excited about all of that right there, too. And as we go about it, then, maybe I feel like I would want to round off with this particular thing. I don't know what you are passing through at the moment. Maybe you are saying that, but like it, it's easy to say that I should not give up on it. And because truth is, I feel like quitting, I feel like giving up, and all of that. And truly, I will say this to you that we all feel like giving up, right? That's what makes us human. That ability for us to feel like we want to give up on our dreams. We don't even want to start anything at all and all of that. That's what makes us human. But truth is this, that just get up and do it. <laughs> I wish I could tell you that. No, I know it, you know, I know it may be not the easiest thing for you to do, but this is what, this is what I really believe that. I know I, I was just thinking about it. Imagine that you go to court. You know, if they say someone is, someone is charged to court for murder, we ask a lot of questions, but the only question they would never ask in court is the fact that were we scared before you did it? Nobody wants to know if we were scared before you killed anybody. <laughs> Nobody wants to know if we were scared before you embezzled money. Nobody wants to know if we were scared before you lied or if we were scared before. The question is, did you do it? Right. And this is why I will say to you that have you failed before? Nobody really wants to know, right? Are you scared about doing it? Nobody really wants to know. What we want to know is, did you do it, right? And this this morning, this evening, I just hope that you will hear God's words speak to you today, right? And you will wake up and you will go into what God has put in your heart. Remember, there are people that surround you. Remember when to give up, when to give up, right? And if you are seeing this moment that I've failed, I'm discouraged and all of that, you know what? This is the word of the Lord to you. The Lord will bless it, right? The Lord has spoken to you and this is what I can promise you that the Lord will give you. John chapter 1 verse 16, the Bible says that the Lord came by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus, right? Meaning that every time Jesus speaks to us, every time we hear God's word, we don't only just hear truth. We don't just hear information. There is grace, right? So you are thinking about how do I do it? I really wish I could do it. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. This morning, this evening, as you are hearing this, it's not just information that you are hearing. There is grace also that is released to you. So stand up, guys. Let's go and do it. And let's make the best, the next, let's make this time and the next years of our life the best years of our life here on earth and ever. In Jesus' name and amen. I really believe you receive God's word. If you did, let's pray. Yeah, God, thank you. Grateful for your word. Grateful for all you're doing and all you represent. God, thank you. Thank you for your word. Our Father, thank you. Thank you for healing hearts. Thank you for resolving issues. Thank you for healing relationships. Thank you for giving people the ability to pioneer your game. I really say this, my heart is strong because of praise upon every heart, right? I really sense that God is going to open doors for people to power in your right? I really sense that God is going to open doors for people to start new fresh businesses, new ideas, new concepts, new jobs, new opportunities. I really hear that you have been trusting God for a job, you are trusting God for a business. You know what? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I declare that by the end of this week, we are starting a new job in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know what? I hear that the Lord is giving fresh starts. He's giving fresh start in the name of the Lord Jesus everywhere. As a fresh start, and not only a fresh start, there's a grace also to finish strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. And if you are here, you are thinking about, I know that I should walk out of this. How do I do it? I also hear the Lord say that there's grace even in this season for it, also for you, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for that. Grateful for all that you do in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Right. I know you on YouTube now because we've directed you to YouTube to come and listen to this. Eh? I don't know if you are here and you're not giving your life to Jesus. 
truth is in all of this we are speaking about grace and how that there's grace for all that we have said and all that truth is there's only grace because we are connected to jesus grace does not just flow to anybody it flows to people that have their life in union with jesus so if you have never given your life to Jesus, or you have done that before, but you know as we stand, you have walked away from it, I would like to call you to Jesus again and say that, you know what, let's give your life to Jesus. Let's pioneer again. Let's believe to, let's begin to do things right, and let's do it God's way. If you say, that's me, I've never given my life to Jesus, I would like you to raise up your hands or put it on your chest, wherever you are. I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer, and that will make you a son of God, and enjoy all that we have spoken about. So put it on your chest and you go, dear God, first your family, I thank you for your word. Thank you for being intentional about me. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for me. Thank you for sending your word to bring me back home. God, I receive your word. I believe that you love me. You sent Jesus to die for me. And when he died on the cross, I died with him. When he resurrected, I was justified. Thank you because now I am your son. Give me your Holy Spirit. God, help me to live right. And one day, God, I will be with you in heaven. In Jesus' name. And we all say, Amen and Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, I will be here again. Be here to receive God's word. I love you big. Do have a wonderful week, a wonderful day. God bless you.